The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Another hot episode of the Golden Boot. It's your boy Pooh Bear. I got my man Ant Petty Murphy in the building. What's good with you, my boy? What's happening with you, bro? Not much, man. Not much. Watching Zach Wilson out this thing, looking like I don't even know what to say. Um, I can't say nothing. The Saints got torched by Jada Pinkett Smith today. I read when you when you posted that and. No comment. I when I when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, oh, oh!" <laughs> uh, Chris Rock would be very proud of you in that joke. I just say that. <laughs> but man, uh, Zach Wilson out here got like super cougar powers, man. He out here, like, I mean, diving from the five, he didn't get in. I mean, he stepped out of bounds, but he got the thing moving, man. Every time I see Zach Wilson, though, I think about when um, they was all taking the picture at the draft and oh, they yeah. was like throwing up the, you know what I'm saying? And he had that look like, he, you know what I'm saying? He thought <laughs> like it was gang sign. Breeze, oh, run them over. But yeah. Yeah, man, man. Hey, what a freaking weekend for college football, man. All of what a weekend! I man, I can't, I can't wait for tomorrow. <laughs> I cannot wait for tomorrow. Um, I do want to say that um, um, we are to to everybody who's watching. I want to say thank y'all for tuning in. We truly appreciate y'all. Um, putting it at the bottom, our super chat and stuff. Uh, and I and I need y'all to do me a favor, you know, saying send some super chats for a reason. Um, I need y'all to send super chats. We're gonna get us a you know saying a, a city permit, we're gonna get a table and set up in New Orleans on Bourbon Street and ain't gonna read fortunes because obviously this man is a fortune teller when it comes to some football. Um he, oh, he has predicted some things that have come true in very, very you know, just like I'm just gonna ask, man, where where do you hide the book, the 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 sports almanac from <laughs> from the back to the future? Because you be calling it. Oh no, man! I just had a feeling, <laughs> I had a feeling bro. 
Yeah, so wish yeah. I would have put some money on it, but you know, big facts. Um, I I wish I would have put some money on Auburn because I sat there like Saturday. I was looking at some of the games, or it may have been Friday, and I was like, Auburn versus Arkansas. Auburn plus money. Like that seemed like a that seemed like a good one. I, I should I should go definitely. Um, I should definitely put some money on Auburn, but I didn't. And lo and behold, um. But uh, speaking of putting money on things, uh, we're going to get into it, though. We're going to talk about some stuff. Uh, obviously, U-Haul is making a, a strong comeback in, uh, in the in the stock markets or something. They stock is definitely up. This old vet, what's good? What's uh, up, man? So, I hope we're doing well. We are. We are. Um, happy belated Veterans Day to you. Definitely. Yep, so. Uh, I also got a complaint. We're going to get to it, though. Man, let's go ahead and get into the show, man. Y'all know what we got to do first, though. Got to give a shout-out to our sponsors over at BetOnline. Uh, BetOnline.ag, we will be back in one minute. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to BetOnline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, and we're back. Um, man, you know what game we got to start with. We got to talk about this phenomenal performance by none other than that kid, Jaden, JD5. What a game. What a game. Let me uh, video, pull up the – go ahead. Video game, bro. That's all – only time you ever seen a performance like that is on a video game. Um. It's funny. I uh my so my stepdad um is a huge Alabama fan. And so when I was leaving, because I, I went down to Mobile this weekend. Uh well, I went through Mobile, saw my saw my folks. And the first thing he said to me, well, the last thing we were leaving out, he was like, Hey, there's one more seat left on the Bama bandwagon. I said, Can you are you sure it's just one? I need you to get me two so I can throw both of them away together. And he was like, he just started laughing. He was like, man, uh, Milro. He was talking about Milro. And I was like, yeah, Milro look good. You know, I was like, but Jaden is finna win the Heisman. And he was like, nah, nah. And I was like, and I started telling him like what Jaden did. He was like, but who did they play? And I said, they played Florida. He said, but Bama played Kentucky. I was like, are you serious? And it made me realize when people only want to watch one team, a lot of times, you know, they may watch football, but when they only really pay attention to one team, it really does skew the bias big time. It makes you a, it's like you, it's like, 
it's like eating Chinese food or something for the first time and being and just being wild. You know what I'm saying? When all you ate was hamburgers or something. You know what I'm saying? Or or I'm gonna give you a perfect example. Is when you finally eat a steak that's medium when all you've been eating is well done. He's like, man, this is actually pretty good. I should have been doing this a long time ago. Yeah. What Jaden did yesterday was absolutely, it was, the announcers were stunned because they were talking about, I said, well, he's approaching numbers like, you know, that we've only seen it, seen in the SEC once before, and that's Johnny Menzel. And then when he passed it, they were like, we've never seen this before. For those of you who don't know those numbers, Jaden was 17 of 26 for 372 yards passing and three touchdowns. Then he added 12 carries for 234 yards on the ground and two more touchdowns. Nobody has ever run for more than 350. I'm sorry, run for more than 220 and thrown for 350 in any FBS game ever. So if I'm not mistaken, he also um, he did it a little bit different way has the most um, total yards in an SEC game um, ever. It was K.J. Costello for that performance he put up against uh, LSU in 2020, but I think he broke that too because he had 606 total. Uh, I can't remember what Costello had. I want to say it was like five-something. So, But, man, your thoughts on the game? If I'm not mistaken <clears> – <throat> Florida came into that game as like a top 50 defense in the country. Um, what Jaden did to them last night looked like a varsity quarterback playing against a freshman team. It just looked like he was on a different level the whole night. I mean – he missed some throws early on, and you could you could chalk that up to not practicing all week, you know, not and having to get his timing and stuff down. But yeah, seemed like once he once he settled in that eighty five yard run, kind of settled him down and got him into the flow of the game. And after that, he was on a different level. It just it really looked like he was playing in in slow motion at the like the game was slow so slowed down to him that he was basically seeing a play ahead. That the first touchdown run was amazing. He just yeah. hit the corner, turned the burners on. But that second touchdown run, he was pretty much just toying with him, bro. And to me, that's the epitome of his performance last night. It was that run because it was just so smooth. He didn't really get touched, and he was really just toying with him at the end. And that's how he played all night. He was smooth. Big, big explosive plays, and he was just out there just toying with the defense, bro. Whatever they, whatever he wanted to do, he was able to do. Yeah. Uh, what's good, Taraj? Big country in the building. Uh, Miss Danny. What's good, Danny girl? Um, and, I, of course, our good man, Paul's Hub. Um, big country say, J.D. five for Heisman. I don't think there's any doubt. Well, you have to fight with with West Coast voters because uh, Michael Penix is is uh, is still a name that they're going to tr- probably cling to. But I think I think the West Coast voters are going to be split between Penix and Bo Nix. Oh, that's a good that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, 
Danny, Danny girl, it's it, it's funny. She said, uh, I'm late and came into an intellectual pool bear. Did you have to get glasses to make sure you were seeing what you thought you were seeing by JD5? What a show. <laughs> um, yes, uh, I actually um shout out to uh the local referees in this area. Um, they they recommended these uh these glasses to me. They said that, you know, they gave me theirs. Um, because obviously they don't <laughs> use them. But um but no, nah, in all seriousness, it was uh Danny is somebody who was was I'm gonna say critical of Jaden, but it was fair. It was things she wanted to see. Um and she is she was one of the first people to come out and say, Hey, I see it now. He's that dude, you know what I'm saying? And and when other people were like, ah, oh, blaming him for Florida State loss or blaming him for you know, some other games, and she was a person who's like, Hey, if you look at the stats, it's not him. So, um, you know, what I'm saying shout out to Danny for being mature about that, and you know, saying being able to admit she's wrong because a lot of our fans haven't been able to do that. Um, appreciate that. I will say again, what we saw last night, I, I, I don't, I don't. You you described it. video game. What else can you say? Um, pause up. Jaden made all of Raymond's DBs look like Eli Apples. <laughs> so, hey, can we talk about uh Corey Raymond for a second? Go ahead. Just okay. So, I know, like, so Tony posted earlier talking about um, uh, and he kind of said in a joking manner talking about Corey Raymond, um. Asking do people still want Cora Raymond? And it, it became a debate because it's always been a debate about you know saying Cora Raymond, DBU, and all this kind of stuff. Um I, I want to be, I was probably one of the first people when they announced which coaches went when um coach uh coach Kelly got here and they announced which coaches were staying, uh, well, which coach <laughs> was staying. Yeah. Um I was <laughs> I was one of the first one I was thinking, you gotta keep Cora Raymond. Um, uh, just simply for what he means, and and I was thinking Cora Raymond and, and uh Mickey Joseph because of what they meant for LSU. When you look at it, um, the last few years, Cora Raymond's um the secondary under his his regime has given up a lot of um a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns. Uh, some of it was due to injury. Uh, some of it was due to technique. Some of it was due to the scheme called by the the various defense coordinators. With that said, you know, it's easy to kind of look at that and kind of blame Corey Raymond and point the finger and stuff like that. But then when you start looking at what did he bring in talent-wise, and you start noticing that we were missing on a lot of out-of-state kids, or anybody who did not have a Louisiana slash LSU tie, we were missing. The only one I can think of that we got was Eli Ricks, and that was a Coach O tie from a, a, a camp. Mm-hmm. Um, then you look at when he gets to Florida, and last year, it's their first year under him. Uh, I can't necessarily blame him uh, because of what I – you know, it's, 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 he's just getting there. But if you look this year, and Florida fans said it, they are not even the older guys, the veteran guys aren't 
They're regressing. Yeah, and then they recruiting ain't been going too well lately neither. So DK right on time. They just lost Water Mac. Yeah, he just flipped to Texas. So yeah. It's uh it's been rough for, for the for Raymond so far down in Florida and they Florida fans aren't too happy with him right now. So right. I don't really think that was anything we really lost in that uh in that move by him going to Florida. I just really wish that um, LSU fans would get over the fact that he's at Florida and he's probably not coming back so we can kind of quit with that whole go get go get Corey Raymond. Every time we we have something to say about our defense, everybody wants to bring up Corey Raymond. So I feel like we need to let that ship sail. I do want to point – I want to say something else about Corey Raymond and tie it into what we see now because a lot of people have pointed to um, – steeples and cooks you know hey let's fire steeples let's fire cooks and you know hey the, the dbs one reason why we're in the situation we're in is because of what we were left due to core raymond yeah writing should have been on the wall when dave aranda pointed out to coach o that uh, there's some issues with Corey Raymond. That's why they brought in a safety coach. Ryan was on the wall. That was Aranda not being happy with the way the DBs were being coached. So, yeah. So, Ryan was on the wall. Um, last year, DB play was a lot better, but we had to go out and get veteran after veteran after veteran. You had to go do it again this year. You had to do it again this year because you're still – some of the guys you just got are um, – they're young. Mm-hmm. But then you look at those young guys, Toviano, Jeremiah Hughes. Um, you can start saying to Terrence Welsh, he was still – I think he was still a Raymond guy, but, you know, saying he's, he's now under, um, you know – steeples and you start looking at how some of them are are getting better throughout the or how some of them are performing these young guys stamps so i'm just i'm just saying some of that blame we're passing on to our current coaches we got to remember we're still two years removed from from that and um yeah Arthur Coco says Florida State trying to get Bates. He visited there, so I'm sure they are. Yeah, pretty sure. But man, let's talk about Jaden Daniels, bro. Let's go back to it. Let's talk about him. So I got a few stats I want to read to you. <clears throat> All right. So do you know who leads the country? What team leads the country in explosive plays? LSU. Yeah, that would be correct with 87 plays. Explosive yeah. plays. That's uh, 20 plus yard. The yeah. definition of explosive is anything over 20 yards. Yeah. You know, you know who's number two? Who? Jaden Daniels. Oh wow. By himself. <laughs> Jaden Daniels by himself has 76 explosive plays or is responsible for 76 exposed plays. That would be tied with USC for second most. That's more than Washington. 
It's more than Ole Miss. More, all these explosive offenses you think of, he has yeah. more explosive plays than they do. All right. Jane Daniels leads the nation in total offense by 57 yards per game. 57 yards per game. He's 408.2 yards per game. That is more than 80 teams. Wow. Wow. And can we he's accounted for 38 touchdowns, which is more than 81 teams have scored so far this season. Wow. We gotta we gotta get this type though. We're sending this to uh New York. We gotta get this printed up, put in, you know what I'm saying. This will be in the tweet so we can all see later. That is that's wild to think as just that he has been a part of that much production this year. On a team that have did you see the stat about comparing 2020? I'm sorry, 2019 um Chase and uh yeah. Jefferson to uh Brian Thomas and Malik Neighbors. Mm-hmm. Same amount of catches, 111 through nine games, 111. But neighbors and uh Thomas have I think 200 more yards and like was like three or four more touchdowns. Receiving touchdowns. Let me ask you this. I asked this Twitter space last night. Yep. The um most impressive performance you saw from LSU quarterback was it last night or was it Joe Burrow versus Oklahoma? Ooh. What did he throw versus Oklahoma? Seven touchdowns. Seven touchdowns. Uh, I'm talking about yards-wise. Yards-wise, I don't remember. I just remember seven touchdowns. God. I'm I, I'm actually – I'm going to actually say the most impressive performance that I saw from Jaden – I mean, not Jaden, I'm sorry, from Joe Burrow. 493 yards and seven touchdowns. Yeah, that was – I mean, that was good. I mean, especially on the stage it was on. Um, I think the most impressive game I saw from – Joe, and it stats numbers wise, it may not necessarily be up there as far as number was when he played Vandy in 2019. Yeah, that game was up there for me. Um, but just thinking about oh god, least seven. Oh, we had to put that out on the poll. Yeah, we have to, we definitely have to put that on poll. That was that was wow. The first player in FBS history, 350 yards passing, 200 yards rushing. That is that's wild. That man had six hundred and six total yards by himself. Crazy, man. Yeah. Um, not many people going to. I mean, they've talked about it because they've seen the uh, the video. Big shout out to Josh Williams, man. Oh yeah, huge that's shout out to man. Josh Williams. Um, not just him, but Malik, BTJ. Oh, yeah. the, the way they blocked on all those touchdown runs and, and them long runs and stuff, bro, just unselfish, man. The whole entire offense is unselfish. Malik and and I don't want to harp on, on last year too much. Malik and um Josh Williams, those are the two guys who had the blocks that uh and, and Mason Taylor um had the blocks that won you the game against Bama last year. On that overtime run to, yeah. to even score the, before the two point conversion, 
Josh Williams had a, a huge blocked in as well. So, you know what I'm saying? You just got to – this team, this offense, the way they've gelled, just masterful. Masterful, man. Um, Wow. I, hey, I'm still tripping. Let me see. He, by himself, has 77 mm-hmm. explosive plays. 76 explosive plays. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That, but my thing is, and I think people starting to realize it now, like he's a Heisman, bro. More when than you, Heisman. When you look at when you look at when you look at what he's doing and the way he's playing, there's nobody doing it to the level he's doing it at. Nobody. Agreed. Now you compare people want to bring up Phoenix. Okay, cool. Jane Daniels don't have a game this season where he hadn't scored a touchdown. Point blank period. You can bring up the record all you want, but Jaden doesn't have a game where he hasn't scored a touchdown. In so some form, yeah. Phoenix got two of them this season. Yeah. Yeah. And and two matter of fact, Jay uh Phoenix has two games where you can look at it and say, um, he almost he he pretty much cost them the game. Or almost cost them the game. Yeah, um, I mean, definitely Ari- the Arizona game. Both the Arizona teams. Yeah. Uh, Arizona State especially, though. Um, every game that LSU has lost, you can look at it and say Jaden gave them a chance to win. The defense lost every game. They- yeah. And I hate the Harper and, and my man Jermaine Green in here. If we had two-lane defense, we'd be undefeated. And as funny as that sounds, it's – very true. Um, I I have I was just so happened to be at a two lane game yesterday, and I watched like them that secondary balled out big time. LSU defense is now ranked 106 in the country out of 140. What 146 out of 130? 130. Um, quick question: what, Did that go up or down? I actually think it uh it got better from yesterday. Yeah, it got better. That's funny. I um, think it did. I don't, I don't remember what they were before the game, but one of yeah. that's that's freaking wild. Um, I'm gonna ask you this. Somebody else asked Tony asked this question too. I'm gonna ask this. Um. What do you think about Toviano's performance? I got to go back and watch. So, I think he missed a couple plays. Um, missed a couple tackles. Got kind of got pushed inside on, on a couple plays and didn't didn't hold down contain. But uh, oh, she says you heard yeah one twelve. That's what I thought. I thought it was like one ten or something like that. Okay, but um, but yeah, I think he made a few you know freshman mistakes, but. I think him and the entire secondary played well. And part of that is based off who you played. They didn't get tested downfield much um, because Florida runs that crazy sideline-to-sideline passing game Mm -hmm. where they do a lot of screens and things of that nature in their passing attack. But um, I think him and the whole secondary played pretty well. I I I also want to say this. Um, What I thought of Graham Mertz, 
coming to Florida preseason. Graham Mertz has been been damn good this year. Um, he's been especially going, like what I've seen out of him. He reminded me of Trask. Yeah, yeah. Trask got like you know when you saw him, it's like you thought one thing about it, but Trask was a lot better than you know once we you know saying. Cause you you know why is, you know this guy's been in every way he's been has been a backup, and then you see him play like oh but he's actually really good you know he could have been a starter he was just behind really good quarterback so well except at Florida at first I think he was blind uh, Felipe Franks yeah. which was terrible decision yeah um yeah I don't know that one um I think he's he'll tight in now I don't know but anyway um. Let me ask this, because we talked about Jaden and we talked about Heisman. Let's talk about post post LSU. How is this? How do you think this has affected his stock? I think previously he was thought about to be like a day two, you know what I'm saying, early day two or late day, you know what I'm saying, day or, or a day two guy, I put it like that. Um, what do you think it, how how has this affected his stock? I think he's a first round pick. Um, I think he's leapfrog people like J.J. McCarthy. Um, oh, who was also a Heisman contender and threw for 98 yards? 98? You didn't even have that many yards. Oh, I thought he threw for 98 yesterday. But 80 yards. 80? Okay. All right. Y'all have a seat. All right. Go ahead. He handed the ball off 36 straight times. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But, um, oh, Danny, please don't say that. Please. I, I, I agree, bro. I please. agree. She said 31 to Atlanta. Please don't. I I please see it, don't bro. do that. I know. I would hate. I I'll be, I'll convert. I just, I, just want, I just want people to get this out their head. Yeah. He is not being drafted by the New Orleans Saints. Can we please oh, no, no. stop that shit? Can we please stop it? The Saints ain't drafted the quarterback in the first round in over 50 years. 1971 was the last time they drafted the quarterback in the first round, Archie Manning. Mm. And they're not finna do it when they got that much money tied to their car. They're not finna draft the quarterback in the first round. Just stop it. Would we love to see it? Yes. But is it gonna happen? No. But I think he's gonna end up in the division somewhere. Tampa. Wow. Carolina, or not Carolina, but Tampa or Atlanta, somebody oh, like no, that. I would, I would hate that so much, but I, I can see it happening. I hate it though. Uh, she makes a good point. Danny said it cannot be the Saints. I don't want it to be the Saints because Louisiana fans turn on QBs quick, and I want him to stay for a forever legend. Ooh. Silky Johnson says JD gonna end up in New England. I don't see I hope that either. Not, bro. Um, I, well, I can see it. I can see it. I just don't want to see it. Um, just his demeanor and everything is kind of Bill Belichick like. You know what I mean? He don't. Yeah. He ain't really flashy. He ain't. You know what I'm we saying? We ain't got. We ain't got that, Chris. But you, I agree. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Hmm. 
Chicago go. looks like they'll have the number. I don't think he'll be number one pick, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm gonna say I'm trying to think who. It, no, is it Chicago? What have Chicago got two picks? Yeah, they got because they got it from Carolina. So yeah, it's gonna be wild. Um. Yeah. Uh Brian Champagne asked, he said, question, have y'all noticed that the defense line looked like uh the condition is not there? I think they played their best game yesterday that they've played all season. Oh uh, yeah. man, we saw guys our guy Tank, Big Guillory had the best game I've seen him play all season. Big uh, facts. Big facts. Chan. Shout out to Tank. Yeah, Parrishan, big plays, uh, batted ball down, had a big sack. Uh, Mason Smith was in the backfield. I mean, I I just think overall that was their best game. Could they have played better? Yeah, but um, it's just interesting to me that they had their best game when when Lindsey was Coach Lindsey was finally back around the team. I mean, just you know, coincidence maybe having a coach there helps, but. I think uh, I think they'll be fine, especially if he if he's gonna be back uh, with the team. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we we can. Yeah, I guess we can wrap this up. You know, somebody LSU. Um, and we'll talk more about it later on this week. Uh, they got two more games left. Um. And they, now those games don't look nearly as challenging. Uh, especially that last one. Uh, but we'll get to that a little bit. Um, one last question about JD. Will, because we have seen um, quarterbacks who haven't won the, I mean, who won the Heisman that were like three lost teams last um, year. Well, last year was a, a two lost team. So, um, no, I'm sorry. Last year was a three loss. Uh, year before was was a two loss. Well, no, was it a two loss? No, it was one loss. Well, I think last year was two loss, and then they lost the bowl game and made it three loss. Three losses. Uh, Bama with Bryce Young. They was a were they a one loss? That was a one loss. No, that was a that one loss. The three was, losses. The three losses was RG three, Lamar Jackson, and Tebow, two. and Caleb Williams was two losses. Then the yeah. Uh, let me ask the question. With him not being in a conference championship game, uh, Michael Penix will have that game. Uh, right now, it looks like Michael Penix will have that game, conference championship game. Um, uh, J.J. McCarthy, with him not being – having that, that, that extra game, do we – will that hurt him? In the Heisman, or has he done enough at the, to this point to where it's like, hey, if you don't see it, because I mean, all the commentators have said, I don't think that's gonna matter, bro. At this point, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, some big country say it shouldn't matter. Numbers don't lie, and I agree. I agree, but. I don't that's think true so. too. Yeah, I said Lamar and, and RG three, and if I'm not mistaken, Tebow didn't either. Not that year he won it. Um, I don't think he because they were three lost team. I don't think they made it. I don't think Florida made it. Um, yeah, we can wrap that up there. Um, 
So, right. so before 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 we uh not that DK said you think JD plays the bowl game. Yeah. I don't. You don't? No. Okay. And that's why that's why I don't want Notre Dame in the bowl game. Mm. Cause I don't see JD, Brian Thomas, or Malik Neighbors playing in the bowl game. Oh yeah. You're looking at potential three first round picks. I don't see them playing. Yeah, that's true. And I don't want to play. I don't want to play a team like that without our full strength. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So, all right, let's move. On. I ain't think about that, but let's move on here. Um, next up, man, we had um, <laughs> we well. Ole Miss took on Georgia. Number much. nine Ole Miss took on Georgia. Georgia got the win, 52-17. Wasn't much of a game. It was close for about a half a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my dad, because I, I missed it because I was on the road, but uh, apparently uh, Bowers was back. Yep. I didn't see that coming. No. Um, I didn't think he'd be back until the championship game. Honestly, at at the I didn't think he would be back at all. Yeah, that's true too. I didn't think that he would be. There would be, you know. I thought he'd be looking towards the NFL, but he came back. He wasn't his normal self, obviously, but I think he only had a couple catches. But uh, yeah. yeah. Um. That the catch, uh, I can't think of who the kid was for Ole Miss. Um, when you have an impressive catch like that, but it's a blowout, <laughs> does it matter? <laughs> I mean, it's a nice catch to have highlight, but does it does it take away from the catch? Nah, I mean that was a great play, but in the grand scheme of things, it didn't. Because <laughs> I was like. When I saw, I was like, "Oh, what a catch!" And then I saw the score. I was like, "Really, really?" Yeah, it don't really matter. Don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Just, just get it out of here. Get out of here. That. What's up, Tyler? Uh, but uh, Danny says uh, Georgia's in-game adjustments are next level. Yeah, that defense, man. I wish we could make in. I I, I just wish we had halftime adjustments at least on on the defensive side. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Um. Next up, man, number eight. I talked about this one a little bit. Number eight, uh, Bama took on Kentucky. Yes. Bama got the win, 49-21. Um, Jalen Milrow is uh, – he, he is – Jalen Milrow looks now what I thought he would look like next year. Um, he's coming to it. Um. Definitely, he's coming to it, and that was that's that's a huge shout out to uh, whoever's coaching the QBs and, and getting them ready. Um, I don't know if Tommy it's Tommy Reese, Reese, man. Is it Tommy Reese? I give him a huge shout out for that. Um, but I think I think part of it is they use him differently than they was using him earlier in the season. Um, if you notice. Since he started to run the ball, he's become more successful. They become more successful. They they kind of had twenty six rushes last night, though, right? 
Yeah, he didn't rush much last night, but he didn't have to though. Twenty six yards rushing. Yeah, he didn't have twenty six rushes. Yeah, he didn't have to rush much last night, but I'm just since they've opened up the offense and let him use his legs, he's become a better quarterback. You know, what I mean, I think it's opened up other things for him because the defense has to prepare for his legs and his ability to run. But I'm telling you, bro. Bama ain't dead, bro. I see them making a the college football playoff potentially. Yeah, potentially. That Bama Georgia game. Talk about this last night, though. On this place. I see a world where the SEC gets left out of the playoff. Wow. Let's wow. say you have undefeated Florida State. Okay. Undefeated Michigan. Okay. Undefeated uh, Oregon. Washington. Washington, my bad. Yeah, Washington won first. Undefeated Washington. And then Bama beats Georgia. So you got one loss, SEC Conference champion. But Texas wins the Big 12 with only one loss. Texas beat Bama head-to-head. Do you leave Texas out? I see what you're doing there. Okay. Do you okay. leave Texas out with a head-to-head win over Bama? I see what you're doing now. That's going to be – yeah, wow. Have we seen that before? I don't know. I don't think we've seen – Ohio it. State. The year Ohio State won, they didn't win the conference. Yeah, but they, they, they didn't have – like, they didn't win the conference, but I don't even think they won their division that year. No, they didn't even make it to the conference championship. Somebody else yeah. played in the conference championship, yeah. but Ohio. They yeah, but in. they got in and number. They got in and number. Four. But see, I think it's different this year because you got you got the team, you got the head to head, and yeah, that's true. we've never. I don't think we've never really seen teams who with a head to head matchup be battling for those mm. top spots, except for like conference opponents. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But. If you got two conference champions, both with one loss, and one has a head-to-head win over the other one, how do you keep that team out? That is that'll be what imagine a one-loss SEC team doesn't make it. Exactly. One loss SEC champion at that. Yeah. Wow. That's what I meant. But yeah, wow, wow. I ain't think about that. That's a that's a good scenario. Yeah. Um I feel like I feel like if you leave, if you if you don't put Texas in in that scenario, then you're basically saying that in game, the in season games don't matter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What? Well, I could play devil's advocate. I could argue the other way too. I could argue that they would put Bama in over Texas because Bama's win over Georgia would be better than any win Texas would have. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I so would I, love that. I can see the argument for Bama getting in over over Texas, but at the same time, I don't see how you can do that with a head to hand win. It's gonna well, be interesting to see how it shake out for sure. You know what my motto is in this scenario: Give me chaos. I want all the smoke. I want all the chaos. Let it happen. I want to see how they work with this. 
they they'll, they'll you know what they'll do they'll justify it by doing something like getting rid of uh leaving michigan out be like uh michigan you know yada 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 but you know what uh michigan we you know within compromise of the integrity of the game we couldn't put them in or something like that um that's how they'll, they'll probably do that but that would be wild so hey i want to chris chris lee are you still watching the show i hope you're still watching the show um Number 13, Tennessee got smoked by number 14, Mizzou, 36 to 7. Mizzou is a really good team this year. Um, the two losses to the best offense in uh in the SEC or in the country. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. And uh, the number one team in the country, in which the number one team they actually had a really good chance. Really good chance. Um that I, that's the that now that was part of the chaos I wanted to see Mizzou get that win over uh Georgia, but they still rolling. Um, somebody asked earlier, do we think that LSU gets into a New Year Six? No, I think it's going to be Mizzou, or depending, I think it'd be Mizzou or or you say Ole Miss. I don't think it'd be Ole Miss. I don't think it'd be Ole Miss. Um, just simply because like Ole Miss just lost. Mizzou is gonna keep climbing. I don't see Mizzou having another loss with the you know what I'm saying on the season because I think they got Arkansas left and they I don't got see Miss having another loss neither. But. but yeah, but you got I'm saying, but look at when they lost. Yes, you know what I'm saying. You know, so, so it it depends on where they finish out right now, as far as like what they uh what they what they they're ranked this week. But with Ole Miss having that loss, I think they gonna they're gonna drop them. Um, the AP, the AP got Mizzou at 11, Ole Miss at 13. So, so I think college football will probably have something similar. Um, so Mizzou will be a higher rank. Um, depending on the whole Bama Georgia thing, if, if Bama loses again, how do you move Mizzou up and then Mizzou end up with a new year six? No, that's a lot of jumping for them to jump Bama, yeah. So. I need the Iron Bowl. I need the Iron Bowl to be wild. So I don't need to be too wild because you still need Bama to beat Georgia and both of them to have one loss. Yeah, that's true. Cause I'm sorry, Georgia's schedule not good enough for them to get in as a one loss non conference. Oh, you're absolutely right. So it's it's gonna be interesting. Uh Brian says, remember um uh, Remember Oklahoma State winning the conference and didn't get in, but one loss. When was that? 2011. That's what. Oh, that was different though. That was under BCS. Yeah. You know, it was was a whole lot different, which is why they kind of went away from being. You know, saying start the whole conversation by CLP because they were saying they needed the human element in there. No, so having you know more teams anyway. uh vandy south carolina uh south carolina got the win 47 to 6 uh no shocker there i don't even think there's anything to talk about though nope um clark lee you might want to google the corporate number for u-haul you might be next to need their services um next up man we got Auburn. 
went down to Arkansas and got the win 48-10. I felt this one coming. I felt this one coming. Um, it's also been reported. I hadn't seen anything official yet. Um, but announcement that uh, Sam Pittman will be let go is coming soon. They renounced that statement. They renounced it. To my the um that podcast was it a podcast that posted? I thought was, I thought it was somewhere else. I don't remember. I just I remember seeing it, but yeah, somebody who posted it came out and said that they um they uh reported it a little too early instead of making sure the story was right or whatever. So I'm assuming that they're kind of backtracking a little bit on that story, but I still think it's gonna be pretty. Pretty soon before he gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sam Pittman. Um, oh, man. <laughs> Dan said, you all going to be making a killing uh, off the SEC. Jimbo, Pittman, Lee, House, and possibly more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Danny, I just want to let you know there's this conference called the SWAC. They ain't far behind. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen. Yeah. Mm. It might be two in a game in one game at the end of the season. Somebody got to win that, though. <laughs> no, but they might get them. <laughs> might not. They whoever might win that, whoever win, they keeping their job. They might. Tell both of them to give a call. Matter of fact, they only, might, I think it's only three coaches in the sweat who gonna get fired or might get might, fired. They might tell them one of y'all get you hauled, the other one get two men in the truck. <laughs> That's what's good. It's only three. It's only three coaches on the high seat in the sweat. It's already been one coach fired in the SEC, and it's yeah, two that's true. Hot seat. That's true. Speaking of that. Jimbo, come on down to the sit your ass down club. Uh, and ironically, crazy, they won. Ironically, Mississippi State got the win. I mean, Mississippi State played Texas and them. Texas and them got the win. Excuse me, fifty-one ten. But Jimbo, come on down to the sit your ass down club. With a fourth string quarterback, third string quarterback, something like that. Instead, did you got- hear the story about? I saw had, the video. The video they had somebody. Impersonating Max Johnson. Well, was it though? Because like the quarterback they ended up starting was a left-handed quarterback. So was it just him the whole time and nobody knew he was going to be starting? The, now the number fourteen thing was kind of weird, but yeah. I hope they pull some goop. Well, they ain't gonna do that now. Um, it don't matter now. Jimbo gone, but yeah. I'm kind of mad though. I'm kind of upset. I want to play Jimbo one more time. I want to. I want Jimbo to be there for forever. Yeah. Um, if Texas A&M gets a competent coach in there with the resources that they got, they could be a problem. <sighs> Brian says, "Do y'all see deflections? I think he means talking about decommits from Texas yeah, A&M recruiting. I think a few gonna come." Give it a few days, but all I'm saying is 
Texas, we was better off with Jimbo at Texas A&M because he was uh he was gonna find a way to screw it up. With some of these guys, they bringing the names they throwing out there. I do not want to see it, bro. Uh, Danny says um, there are some scary names being put out there: Lanning, Elko, etc. Um, I saw one that was actually um, Blake put one out there: Leopold from from Kansas. I don't see him leaving Kansas. So I don't see him leaving Kansas just because there's zero expectation at Kansas. That's like that's like old boy Stoops at Kentucky, you know what I mean? Like, I can't believe that I've I've been telling folks all we talked about this last week. What is the difference between Jimbo and Kevin Sumlin? The only thing that Jimbo did that Kevin Sumlin didn't was beat LSU. Get a number one recruiting class. Oh, I'm sorry. He got a number one recruiting class and did nothing with it. If it's, it's easy, if I, you know what? To quote Don Staley, I wonder what it would look like they had gave Kevin Sumlin this kind of support. I don't see them hiring Jeff Trailer from UTSA. They're going to get a little more stats. Yeah. But. Kevin Sumlin with, with that's funny. That's great. I mean, come on. <laughs> Paul said, uh, watch it be James Franklin. Speaking of, um he might need to be, you know, say have uh two men in he don't need to deserve U Haul. He might need to have uh two men in the truck on speed dial. They already got a U Haul going up there. They fired their office coordinator. Yeah, they need to um there's no reason. His his record again. He he probably had a better uh, record versus top twenty five teams at Vanderbilt than he does at Penn State. I don't know. I'm just making that up. But he's been terrible against uh, AP top twenty five teams in his tenure at uh, Penn State. Yeah, they fired Mike Yurich, the offensive coordinator. So they they got him as being the scapegoat. But the offense yeah. terrible. The offense yeah. terrible. Uh, a, J- a, J- a JV offense, uh, but and, and Michigan was without um Harbaugh yesterday, which I told some. I told you, I told I've been telling you about the stories, I, the battles I've been having at work with one of my co workers who a Michigan fan, and he be trying to tell me like legally this stuff isn't going to happen, there's no evidence. And I was telling him that the NCAA don't care about evidence, don't care about input, they don't care about the legality. The NCAA ain't suspend them though. Yeah, I know. I know. I told him it was I told him what was gonna happen. I said it's gonna take years for the NCAA to do anything. But what they're gonna do is they're gonna lean. They're gonna lean on the conference. The conference is probably gonna lean on the school, but the conference made a, a move. But they're gonna lean and, and no one and because and his argument was uh Michigan is a uh you don't want to piss off one of your top schools uh, uh what is it he said like top five schools in your uh they keep saying michigan don't need the big 10 the big 10 is michigan uh newsflash uh the big 10 just got oregon usc ucla and all these other schools your um yo you don't your name don't hold the same weight as it did three years ago for the big 10 yeah so 
Hold on. I want to take because it's funny. We talked about this. So Rick says, don't be surprised if Tulane coach Willie Fritz will be named as a possible coaching, you know what I'm saying, as possible coaching vacancies. So inside scoop on that. Willie Fritz ain't going nowhere. Um, This is strictly, you know what I'm saying, directly from his mouth. Coach Willie Fritz um, got a contract extension this summer for seven years. He is 60. His, and his words were, I am 63 years old. I've done the rebuild thing. I don't have that energy to do that anymore. I'm staying put. So, and I'll leave it at that. Coach Willie Fritz says he's going to do them seven years at Tulane, and he's going to retire. So, I don't see him leaving. Uh, and honestly, if you look at it, with the Tulane thing, with Coach Fritz and Tulane, you're not going to a 12-team playoff. If you're the best group of five team or group of six or whatever it is when they, you know, all this realignment is said and done, that's pretty much an auto bid. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be able to make it to the playoffs possibly every year. There is no reason, no reason for you to, to leave Tulane to go anywhere else when you got honestly Tulane has resources. They got they got old money. Yeah, um, but how much how much he making though? I forget what it is, but it's it's pretty pretty good. But some you know, and I'm be honest with you, money don't motivate some people like that. And I get that's, what you're saying. That's true, but I'm saying somebody talking about doubling your salary, it's gonna be hard to turn that down. Yeah. But when you got free reign like that though. I I I feel you, but he making one point seven million, two million, something like that. You don't think he'll get it? You don't think that you don't think that if somebody come to him saying, Let me I'll pay you five million dollars. Mm. You gonna turn that down? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, bro. I wouldn't. I feel like I'm taking the job. I feel like I feel like five million. It's easy. It's easy for people to say I ain't going nowhere when ain't nothing on the table. But you got to think about that. He the the whole Georgia Tech was on the table and they were going to offer more. Yeah, but that's Georgia Tech. That's Georgia Tech. Let me ask you this: What school? If you you got what if Arkansas came? What if Arkansas came calling and said we'll give you six million dollars next year to coach us? Would you want a coach who's telling you I'm I'm giving you on I'm only giving you seven, if that? I mean Arkansas was that's Sam Pittman. Hell, <laughs> he ain't finna be there forever. I'm just saying, I, I I get it. It's it's a good argument. I, just I don't mean, I feel where you come from. You don't want them necessarily to leave. So you know what I'm saying that, but at the same time, I'm just being realistic. If I'm do what y'all want after four years, I'm just I'm putting like that. I'll leave it at that. If somebody, <laughs> if somebody came offered to double that man's salary, because yeah. I, I don't know what Georgia Tech coach making. Let me see. Yeah. What was so? Let me ask this, and, and I get what you. Okay, so one point seven two. You know, um, and see Tulane. I mean Georgia Tech coach two point eight. That ain't enough of a raise. What would you so? Okay, and you say the double. Let me ask this, and this is no disrespect. I Willie 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 Fritz has had so much success, so much success everywhere he's been. He's actually, 
up there uh with um I think he's number four of active uh coaches, probably number three now in that gym. Well, no, he's because he's he's been coaching longer than Jimbo. I think he's number four, number three or number four active coaches with wins. Um, but let me ask this. Does he have enough of a resume to say I'm a double your salary? I mean, it ain't necessarily about his resume. It's about what those schools pay their coaches. It's about the going rate of an SEC head coach. Like, Sam Pittman don't make as much because his coordinators make the money, but Sam Pittman make four and a half million dollars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, actually, he makes $6.3 million. So, some, if I'm just saying, some of that is just based off the territory of the nature of the people hiring you. Yeah. I mean, it ain't necessarily like saying we're going to pay you that because you're Willie Fritz. It's just that's how much we pay our coaches. Yeah. Yeah. That's understandable. That's, I, I can understand that. And uh, it said Gus Malzahn, Arkansas. They do not have high expectations. If I'm Gus Miles on, I'm standing my ass right where I'm at. Yeah, not because he's already in a what you call it now, too. He's, he's power already conference. in a power five conference, yeah. yeah, or power four, whenever it is. Whatever you want to call it. And you in one of the easier ones. So, I mean. Uh, Rick Rick Keller said, WVUE reported that he made 2.79 mil last year. Who? He's talking about Fritz? Or who he's talking about? Maybe with bonuses from the bowl game and all yeah. that kind of stuff. I can see it. Yeah, and I promise that money is going to good use. I promise you that. Um. Um. Next up, Miami, and. Florida State, uh, number four, Florida State. Florida State got the win, 27-20. That was it's a rivalry. Great, uh, so what? Oh, he said Fritz got 2.79. Okay. That was a great game. Yeah. Mm, Danny takes a hot take. Did Petrino take the OC with a backdoor understanding? Um, If that was the case, wouldn't he be the interim head coach? Yeah. So, no, nah, they, they ain't going to coach over that thing. I wish they would. Joe Levi ain't over there. Um, rivalry game, close, too close. Uh, Florida State, did they get too cute no, in I this game? Was, I just think it was a rivalry game. Miami came to play. Miami was trying to ruin somebody's season. Yeah, because I was thinking it was just this, like this, all this uh stuff, like the uh onside kick coming out of half, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was kind of stupid. That was kind of stupid. I give you that, but I mean, even just the way the game played out, it was just. <laughs> I wish that would make that happen. <laughs> I wish that. Would. Danny said that she saw. A Twitter post with Coach O and t- uh, Texas A&M gear. It was hilarious. Yeah. Make it happen. Make it happen, uh, Texas A&M. Well, I think uh, that Miami game was just 
Miami played inspired, bro. They had a new quarterback in. They um they they made Florida State work for it. I mean, Jordan Travis had a decent game, but he didn't have a great game. Um that was another name I was hearing was um better than Jaden this year and all this kind of stuff. So. Nah, stop it. Keon Coleman didn't have a crazy game like he normally does for them yeah. neither. I mean, it just was one of those games where two two opponents very familiar with each other and made life hard. Florida, you gotta give Florida State credit though, because at one point they was down mm-hmm. in this game uh, and found a way to come back. And it, the game was never really in doubt in the second half for Florida State. Yeah. All right. Um, speaking of struggles, number 18, Utah, took on number five, Washington. Washington got the win, 35-28. That didn't work for it. Utah was actually up in this game a few times, if I'm not mistaken. But. If they had Cam Rising, I think they win this game. Yeah. I'm not sold on Washington. I think Oregon beats them. I'm not sold on Washington. I th- I'm if 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 and I bring this up because uh do I have them on here? Yeah, let's 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 talk about this next game. I mean this game here. Let me move this one. Um I think if Arizona plays them again, Arizona would beat them. Um Arizona has hit a groove and got to a nice little spot. Speaking of, Arizona took on uh, Colorado yesterday and pretty much um, removed any bowl game thoughts from Colorado. Uh, for the most part, it's it's, it's uh, Colorado still has a chance. They got to win out. Um, but yep, I think this is a pretty much a wrap. Uh, Colorado is four and six now and has Washington State and Utah left. Uh, I think they can get by Washington State. I don't possibly get by Washington State. I don't, I'm not sure on that one. I'm not sold on that one. Um, but I, I don't see them beating Utah. But at this point, Colorado is, um, in a four game losing streak. Yeah, and um, it could have been worse. They skated by Arizona State with a twenty-seven twenty-four win, so they could be losing at a seven-game losing streak. But like I said, they. Hey, you remember whenever they had the hypothetical? What would the line be between twenty twenty-three Colorado and twenty nineteen LSU? Yeah, LSU by minus fifty-seven and a half. And I would take it. I mean, to Danny's point, Colorado quadrupled their win total from last season so far. Yeah. But at the same time, the hype and the attention they were getting early on this season, you would thought they were a national championship contender. And they don't even look like bold contenders. So, um, I actually call. I got. I, I was getting trolled a lot beginning of the season by one of my coworkers. I called him last night. I said, "Hey man, what bowl game Colorado gonna be in this year?" He started laughing. So, um, I yeah. had him four and eight 
um before the season. And I'm probably a game off. They probably win five games. But um I just felt like people who were saying 10 and 2 and all that kind of stuff, like Chris Lee, where you at? Over overreacting to the TCU game. Maybe I should I'm sorry. I said Chris Lee. Chris Brown Lee. No, you said that man whole government. I did. I got I didn't call him Christopher. Honey bun. My oh. man Chris. But now nah, I, I know why Chris believed in 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 Colorado. Um it's I, I will say this. I, I, I can be hard on them, but I can also look at this and say this. I think they have a lot to build on. Um they have a lot to build on. Uh, a lot of talent that's most likely returning. Uh, mm-hmm. they, if they if they build them trenches, Colorado will be dangerous. If big if, but I'm, big if, I'm with you. Um, is is did they did they replace the uh offense coordinator? Yeah, they they um. I didn't understand that move. Offense wasn't necessarily the issue. Unless you want to say, hey, stop throwing the ball so much, call some more run plays. But I don't think throwing the ball that much is necessarily because the offensive coordinator just said, hey, I think we should throw the ball more. I think the offensive coordinator wants to probably mix it up because of what I've seen him do in the past. He likes to throw the ball, but I'm pretty sure he's competent enough to know that we should probably mix in some runs just to keep the offense, I mean, keep the defenses honest. Yep, they uh they got Pat Schremer calling that plays now. He said Ray Schremer. Ray Schremer. Oh, I thought you said Ray Schremer because it looked like the old line be doing the mannequin challenge. It should do it just they just be getting that girl is a real crowd pleaser. They just be standing there. Should do it be running for his life. Um <laughs> uh it's, it's Dion's fault though. Um I will say, I will say, um USC took on number six Oregon yesterday. Oregon got to win 36 to 27. They just couldn't get that extra point, but here we go. Um <laughs> my question is, did USC defense get better? Because Oregon, we've seen Oregon score a lot more points. So did leaving letting go of uh, uh, of a uh, Grinch. Yep. Nope. They still suck. Yeah. Yeah. They they do. Do. I don't think it matters until you get better players on defense. Yeah. All right. Um. Next up, man, we got uh, Texas. Number seven, Texas took on TCU. Texas got the win, 29-26. Who who Texas got left? Texas Tech, I think. And then the championship, right? Yeah, let me see. They got – Hold on, I'm pulling it up. As Iowa we speak, Texas Tech. It's an Iowa State and Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. And then whoever they will play in the 
championship. I'm trying to see who is uh, right Oklahoma now. State right now. Yeah. Unless Oklahoma State formal another one. Um that had to be yesterday. That they did. Uh and um uh Rick said somebody. Um speaking of that's next. Oklahoma State got the you know what I'm saying got the, the, the brakes beat off of them by uh UCF. Uh shout out to Malzon, Gus Malzon, for his uh trouncing of oh John Rice Pumley. He has had a wild career. He looked like the next best thing in quarterback to you know what I'm saying being a, a you know what I'm saying hey you know great dual sport athlete to hey I got he had to transfer just to even touch the field. Lane came in and it was like, let him go. Which is funny because I felt like he would have been a great quarterback for Lane. Yeah. And Lane's just like, nah, I'm good. Um, Paul Sub said, Iowa State next week is a major trap game. I think so, too. I think so, too. That's one you got to look out for, especially looking forward to Texas Tech, who everybody said was going to be the team that beats Texas this year. Um, so I feel like they got the Texas Tech game circled, but they could be overlooking that Iowa State game. Yeah, speaking of, uh, Texas Tech took on Kansas and got the win, scored a big win, um, beating Kansas 16-13. Number 16, Kansas. I said that. Number 16, Kansas. Yeah, um, I don't know what's up with Kansas. Say what? I don't know what's up with Kansas. I ain't really been able to get a gauge on them this season. I don't know if it's if I can blame injuries or not, but it seems like that's the biggest issue they've had the last two years. They, they've been good. They've been coached well. Um, It's just been injuries, and they haven't been able to overcome. Yeah. So, um, next up, I got this one on here uh, for a couple of reasons. Tulsa took on number 23, Tulane. Tulane got the win 24-22. Uh, they've been playing with their food a little too much. But Tulane is good. Like, their defense is solid. And and I forget who said it earlier. Um, said that if LSU had their defense, they'd probably be undefeated. Um, Tulane's secondary is, is, is phenomenal. Uh, but Tulsa quarterback was picking him apart. I say picking him apart. He was uh he was throwing some dimes, but they was the secondary was there making some great plays. It was some real good throws. Uh, Michael Pratt looked good. Uh, they running back got a freshman running back in there that just like surprised me. Um, but they got they set up for a real big game next week. They take on Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic is, is eight and one. If I'm not mistaken. So that's gonna be a Huge game, and it's in um Boca Raton. Oh man, I want to try and do that. Hold on, let me see where we're at. Oh, 
CMC. Uh, oh, what did I? What was I reading? Because I was actually reading something completely wrong. Florida Atlantic is not. Does not. That's not the matchup. Uh, Florida Atlantic is four and six, three and three in the conference. So I don't know what I was reading. What game I was looking at? Was it the UTSA game I was thinking about? Yes, it ain't that good this year. They six and zero oh in the conference and seven and three overall. I just know that wasn't eight and one, nine and one, or whatever you said. Yeah. Because I, um, I said that was gonna be the best G five team this year. And then they drop like two a couple games early. Yeah. But uh yeah, so Tulane got a big chance, big opportunity. They get the win. Um on uh next Saturday, and then they'll play uh UTSA. And um that's going to be uh is that a Friday game? I think that's mm-hmm. the uh they play them on uh Black Friday at 2 30. On ABC, so yeah, that's gonna be big, but big opportunity. Um, next up, man, we got um Duke, Duke, and North Carolina, uh, number twenty-four, North Carolina. North Carolina got the win, forty-seven, forty-five, and double overtime. Drake May, man. Um, I'm gonna ask this. I know I already know your answer, but I'm gonna ask this just to have it on record. Did the NCAA overreact uh, with the overtime rules? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they 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 did it for the LSU Texas yeah. game. That happened. What that's happened like twice. Those type of games don't happen that, that often for you to change the the rules of overtime like that. So yeah, I agree. I think they did. And it makes it less exciting like the game yesterday. Shouldn't come down to a two point conversion. Yeah. I I hate saying something like that. Um my rule or or, or my thought was should be if they want to really change it up, um I think they should they should start the first overtime at the 15 and each overtime they go out five yards yeah. go back five yards so um or even if you start at the 25 like they do now just go back gradually five yards so i think that should be that would be a lot better um rick kelly <laughs> says uh talking about tcu jack bash only has 10 receptions this year should he have gone to Tulane instead it's hard. Should he have just he sat should. his ass down, stay where he was at? Well, he wasn't gonna play at LSU either, but I'm just saying. I don't know. Um, NT who? Uh, any other notable uh, college football games? Because uh, everything I went over was pretty much like just ranked games. Uh, oh. Uh, no, I can't think of none right now. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm looking through. Uh, oh, since we do got Danny, I do want to point out to Danny. I believe Air Force has dropped two in a row. <laughs> they lost bad yesterday to Hawaii of all teams. 
Yeah, they lost to Hawaii 27-13. Yeah, so. <laughs> she said Duke need to <laughs> cancel Elko's phone playing an office number if they want to keep him. So basically she's saying they're gonna they need to trap that man. That, they, listen, they will find a way. They're gonna they'll send that man a, a pigeon. Like if they want to get him, somebody want to get him. But uh yeah. Uh Al Force lost. Uh, I'm trying to see who else. Uh was a good game. Uh, somebody mentioned she mentioned James Madison earlier. Um, James Madison won uh 44 to 6 over UConn, but James Madison, um, I think she she mentioned this too. They're trying to appeal, they have may have a case to possibly be able to be bowl eligible this year. They should be, they should, they, they completely agree. Um, Navy. Navy beat UAB 31 to 6. Remind me to tell you about that one I got when we got off this show. Because it's something very interesting um happened with that with UAB too. Oh, Louisville did have a close one with um Oh with Virginia on Thursday night. Virginia on Thursday, yeah. Um they end up getting the win. Uh, Southern Miss with a big upset on ULL in overtime, I think. So, no, I be keeping up with some teams. I know, I just be keeping up with some belt teams and stuff, man. Just be looking. Uh, some of this stuff like be popping up, but yeah, remind me to tell you about UAB. Um, when I passed by there on the way back home, um, they were out there practicing too. UAB, yeah, tonight. Yeah, it was. Yeah, remind me to tell you about that. So, um, trying to think who else. Uh, Cal had um, Cal beat Washington State. Um, Northwestern beat Wisconsin, twenty fourteen. Yeah, I know that cost me money. Yeah. Iowa has not given up a touchdown in like uh, 10 quarters or something crazy like that, an offensive touchdown. They Ooh, beat they Rutgers. They beat Rutgers 22 nothing yesterday. Uh, I'm tell you who they've played. Uh, Northwestern, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Pretty impressive. Not really. Hey, shout out Nebraska, though, man. Yeah. Dan said, did you know that Air Force had the number two defense in the nation, only second to Penn State for the first half of the season? Not sure where it went, though. I had a really bad joke. I'm not going to say it on air. Yeah. So. Craig, I saw that. We we're gonna talk about that tomorrow. We we kind of briefly mentioned it, but we're gonna talk about that tomorrow. Craig talking about uh said we took care of being talking about Texas Southern. That yeah. they did. They did. Um Nebraska quietly about to be bowl eligible. Yeah, who they uh I'm finna let me pull them up. Nebraska beat uh 
They lost to Maryland, but oh, they lost to Maryland. I thought they yeah, but they fired oh, well, they got man. they got Wisconsin and Iowa. Ooh, next. Yikes! Wisconsin ain't all that good though. They're not. I thought they would be a lot better. Fickle is really disappointing. So, yeah. Um, let's briefly let's talk about the NFL because this is speaking of disappointment. Um, Saints. I saw it come. I told my wife in the first quarter we about to lose this game. I I just had that when Josh Dobbs was running all around in the first quarter the way he was. I just had a feeling that we was about to lose that game. And then sure enough, T.J. Hawkinson go crazy in the first half and had over a hundred yards in the first half. They couldn't stop him. They go down what twenty four to three or whatever it was. Why did when you I say T.J. Hawkinson? I was thinking about the referee. What's the referee name? Oh, Ed Hockley. Okay. All right. But uh. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, oh, he went crazy. Oh, day he, he throwing people out the game. But yeah, but Hawkinson would killed us in the first half. Uh, had like a hundred some yards. Then I just knew it was that type of game, man. It's that type of game. But shout out to James Winston though. He at least kept kept us in the game, made it interesting. But you got the entire roller coaster ride of James. You remember the Mikey Vick experiment? experience that they used to do that little commercial yeah well we we had the james winston one today because you got the entire experience of james winston you got the highs and you got the lows that that dude took you through the whole ride but it just wasn't enough well ain't no count i'm watching now ain't no count in the raiders uh he's got that number four jersey on he looks just like even like with his helmet on he looks like Derek Carr. um with the with the struggle mustache and everything, um, he looks like Derek Carr, and yeah, it's just awful. Um, shout out to to, and I hate to say it, uh, shout out to um, Houston Texans man, D, uh, D'Amico Ryan, C.J. Stroud, you know what I'm saying, Tank Dale. Uh, they were even without Nico Collins today and put on a show. Um, they they played really well. They got the win, and um, I forgot the whole C.J. Stroud being back in Ohio thing until I saw the highlight when he did the Ohio, um, the O.H. rather. But um, Texans may have the best rookie class in all. Of, uh, I would say all of college football in all of NFL. This year, I don't think it's close. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't think of, of a rookie class any teams has had in a long time. This good. Name one. That last year, the Jets they had the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. Twenty seventeen, the Saints had the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. That's just two players. I'm talking about like top to bottom. Like, I mean, how many how many players in the, in the in their rookie class are that great? Tank Dell, C.J. Stroud, uh, Will Anderson. Um, That's three. Trying to think who else. Uh, ain't Nico? Ain't he no. a rookie too? Oh, well, no, mind then. You might be right. I mean, that's like the Saints rookie class. It was Kamara, it was Lattimore, but they also had Trey Hendrickson. They also had Marcus Williams. They also had Alex. Okay, Alex. you got a case though. It look, you ain't got to rub it in. I said you was right. You got to rub it in. I was just saying. 
let me exaggerate for a little I bit. I will say, <laughs> I will say this is a little different considering yeah. they got oh can can I say Ricky head coach too? I throw that in there. Yeah, that too. That too. Yeah, so yeah, but I think it's a little different because they got why Kamara and Lattimore have been great. I don't think either one of them is like franchise quarterback important. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So the fact that they got a, a a quarterback makes theirs a little bit different. But right, right. So um I put on here college basketball. Um because this was going to tie into uh, men's and women's college basketball. Um, people overreact to the LSU loss? No. Women's loss? No. That was terrible. They played like shit. And as you see, they've changed the roster up some since then. They I haven't been able to catch the last two games. That lineup has changed since then. You know, Nisa Morrow's been coming off the bench. So they switched some things up, but uh, and today um, they had last year pole start because Flaje wasn't playing today, so they've been switched. Uh, they switched the lineup, but which I felt like they was gonna have to do because you can't play Angel Reese and and Anissa Morrow together with no true center because uh, Angel Reese is in the center, uh, and she had trouble in that first game with um Vonley from uh Colorado. Tanner up inside, so they put some more sides out the other day with some uh with Samaya Smith as a starter. So kind of let Angel Reese go back to her true position as before, and we've kind of seen her go back to her normal ways. But shout out to Samaya, she's been balling lately. Made a huge, oh, yeah. made a huge jump from last year to this year. Yeah, um, let me the men. I did see a little bit of that game on Friday night. Um. We in for another long season. Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, I think it would it would change if if you had Jalen Cook playing. Um, just what his yeah. his his experience, his scoring, his uh, kind of his ability to kind of slow the game down and and make sure you get good shots and you run your offense, things of that nature. Uh, not having him, I think it's gonna be a big loss for this season. Um, but I don't think it's gonna be as bad as last year. But I do think it's gonna be a pretty long season. Um, trying to think. UConn women they lost today too. They had an upset loss. Yep. I did see that. Uh, I keep trying to tell y'all, South Carolina ain't going nowhere. North Carolina State beat them um 92-81. Whew. Um South, South Carolina. Carolina beat Maryland 114-76. They've dropped a hundred points on two ranked teams so far this year. South Carolina. Yikes. Um they're not going nowhere, bro. No, they're not. Um yeah, I, I will was say that. we're ahead. talking about we're talking about newcomers and stuff. Like this, this is the best freshman class women's college basketball maybe has ever seen ever, ever. From Michaela Juju to um, my girl Hidalgo and Notre Dame to Lele in South Carolina, like they've been balling. The freshman girls have been balling. So that 
I think that's if you do want uh something to kind of look forward to for women's basketball, this the the youngsters who are gonna be around for a while have already have came in looking like vets already. Okay. All right, man. Uh it's I get time to wrap it up. Um uh, got anything else before we get up out of here? I got one something. I, I do. I, I know I always ask you. Uh and I know we we hadn't done an altar call in a while. I ain't gonna need necessarily make this altar call. Clay Travis, you are trash. You are absolute trash, scum, turd water. He's a hypocrite. A, a huge hypocrite with the with the whole um I put a bit me him in bed online. Uh you know, I've talked with him. We put a million dollars that uh a WNBA team against a high school boys team. And then people in the comments, yeah, I got the boys team uh minus 30. So all I'm saying all I'm saying is for somebody who claims to care so much about women's sports that you want to hashtag save women's sports from transgender athletes and stuff like that, you sure do try to shit on women's sports every chance you get when it comes to women's leagues like the WNBA. So how much do you care about women's sports if the most prominent women's sports league in the United States you just shit on them every chance you get. How does that like? How you? How do you care about women's sports and in the same breath shit on the WNBA? It don't make any sense. Just terrible, man. Just anyway, man. We got anything else before we get up out of here? Because uh, I, I, I'm sure there's something else. I, I just, I, I just know I, I had to say something about that because um, that was just it was freaking stupid, Hypocrisy. man. Yeah. Um, oh, I do want to say this. With the change in uh, the rules for college football being, you know, that they um, don't stop the clocks for first downs and stuff in the first, you know, I, I think outside the last two minutes of the of each half and stuff like that, um, that basically made way for more room for commercials. Mm-hmm. It is as as a fan being in the stands. Every time there's a you know saying a breaking play, there's a three minute commercial. That is terrible. I mean, that's like awful, bro. That doesn't it doesn't speed up the game. As a fan, it is it is hard to sit there like every time it's like, oh my god, why we gotta wait another three minutes? And you see it because the, they have a I, I'm gonna call him a time referee guy. He has a red vest on, comes out, puts a little stick in the ground, and usually, and it'll show how much time is left. Um, between or he'll come out there and he'll wave his arm and say, "Hey, we're gonna play through this break, or whatever." But that is that is you literally have sold out. Um, the I'm not gonna say the integrity, but you sold out the game for more ad revenue. So what's it all about? Just stupid. Anyway, we got anything else, man? I know we. I said we want to do no uh what's called we did two thing on auto call just about. Um <laughs> no, that's all I got, bro. All right, man. We'll be back later on this week. Uh uh I got we gotta figure out how we're gonna do Thanksgiving week. We may not just may not do shows. We gotta do a show for the uh or figure out something to do for Texas. We may have to do a space or something. Yeah for the Texas and them game. Cause I definitely want to trash them um 
talk about them and their that 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 all that they have going on. So. Such a such a beautiful over there. All right. We got this show was presented by BetOnline.ag. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on Twitter at Golden Boot. On Instagram at Golden Boot. On YouTube at The Golden Boot Pod. On Facebook at The Golden Boot Pod. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.